0: Hey everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We are so excited you're here. Welcome to episode one of Missing the Middle, Jenny and I's brand new podcast. We are so excited to launch this podcast. It's been awesome trying to figure out like our, what our footprint in the podcast world was going to be and where all of this can go. So we wanted to kind of start today off by just explaining kind of the idea behind Missing the Middle. So Jen, you want to take, why did we name our podcast Missing the Middle?
1: Yeah, totally. So pretty much Katie and I were throwing back ideas like what should we do for a podcast? And we finally realized the name was kind of sitting right in front of us. Katie is the oldest and I'm the youngest out of um, four of us. So we're like, we're just going to be like talking about how our lives are different, anything about life. And so we're pretty much just missing the middle pieces of our, um, of our family. So it's pretty cool. We were thinking how awesome it's going to be to share both of our perspectives. Katie is about Almost ten years older than me, so she's a millennial and I'm a Gen Z. And yeah, we just right, Katie. Like we just yeah, thought that
0: was going to awesome. You idea. Yeah, you captured it perfectly, Jen. Yeah. All right. So the next thing we want to kind of do is like to tell you guys who we are um, as people and what we do in our um, lives when we're not podcasting. So, um, Jen, you want to take the first? Yeah. So
1: I am a sophomore. I'm in my second year at Boise State. I plan on graduating next year. I'm a communications major. And yeah, I'm just pretty much living life. I am such a social butterfly. I do anything and everything under the sun. True that, true yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm involved with my sorority. I'm involved with Young Life. I do intramural sports. I do any sort of club that comes my way. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Let's do it. Um. Yeah, and I guess I was always the same way growing up and in high school, even did cheer track, robotics club. Um, yeah, just kind of been doing that. And yeah, so I'm living in Boise right now. And of course, I'm back home from the <laughs> during this quarantine in Capitola. This crazy time. Yeah, this crazy yeah. time we're in. But awesome though. Katie and I have gotten to see each other a couple times and
0: hang out. Yeah. And I'm Katie. I am not as much of a social butterfly as Jenny. I am um, obviously 10 years older than Jenny. I recently got married. So I've been spending a lot of time with my brand new beautiful husband. And we've been kind of trying to navigate the married life and what that looks like. And it's not that much different than our life before that. But it's been really fun. Um, And it's been kind of crazy being home with him pretty much 24 hours a day. Um, he goes to work in about four hour shifts. Um, so he's been doing a lot of video games in our one bedroom apartment. So that's been really fun. I am a teacher by trade. I have been teaching my whole life basically. I feel like, and I, in my sixth year officially of teaching, I teach fifth grade. I absolutely love it. And unlike Jenny, I'm not very sports into sports as much. No track for me. I run occasionally. Um, But I do like art. Um, I really like painting and reading. And um, I've been doing a lot of that while I'm home by myself. Um, Got into knitting again. I, I learned to knit about a year and a half ago with a friend of mine. And so brought all the knitting needles out. I'm getting all the arts and crafts out for this quarantine time. So it's been really a lot of fun. I'm excited to see how those turn out. I know. Well, we, we, we're not very far yet, so don't get too excited. Yeah, don't get our hopes up, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so we're pretty much just
1: going to move into a segment we're going to do on every podcast that we do, which is a Tell Me Something Good segment. And during that time, Katie and I are just going to share something from our week that we either heard or witnessed that's just good. And I feel like during this quarantine time, it's really good to look at um the positives of life because – we're, There's a lot bad. of
0: negative out there right now. Bad. Yeah,
1: By the negatives.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh- Wow, Katie, you want to share something that you? Sure, heard? yeah. Um, I saw this amazing thing, and it literally almost brought me to tears, Jenny. Um, and I'm sure it's going to bring you to tears as well. But um, these um, teenagers launched this hotline for isolated seniors to listen to. So the seniors will call in, and they have like pre-recorded jokes, they have stories, and they have messages of hope. And so when a senior is home by themselves or in um, like a home. They can call this hotline and listen to these jokes that these teenagers like pre-recorded and put on there, listen to positive stories and then these messages of hope. So I just thought that was like, what a great way to spend your time, especially for the older, the elderly people right now are really like, I can't imagine being by myself. I'm so thankful I have a husband. I mean, even though he drives me nuts, but I can't imagine and like our grandma, you know, she's having a hard time too with it. So we've been kind of exercising with her. We'll talk more about that later, but, um, I can't imagine how isolating and how sad it must be to be by yourself. And so I just thought this was such a wonderful story that these kids are trying to reach out to those people. So yeah,
1: that's awesome. I hadn't heard about that. Um, I heard a story, I think it was down in, or over in Sacramento, uh, up in Sacramento, they, there was, an old man, like an elderly man, and he didn't have any more money for, to go get food or groceries, and he was just helpless. So, um, and I guess his like money hadn't come in the mail for that month or whatever. And so he called in to the dispatch center and they said, well, we'll see what we can do. And they told the local police department the whole situation. And they ended up going to a local grocery store and buying this elderly man, all of these groceries and a ton of food. And when the police officers told the grocery store what they were doing, they um, just paid for all of his food. So it's really cool, I feel like, during this time to see communities coming together. Um, doesn't matter where you come from or your story. Everybody's just trying to help everybody. Uh, so that's been really cool to hear about.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the one nice thing about um, this time is just seeing everybody. I feel like America in general is like one of those be like, when we're down on our luck, we all come together. And it's been really nice to see Communities coming together, um, just really fast. I want to, if you are a senior out there and you are feeling sad and we're not enough for you, um, you can call the hotline the kids created. It's one eight seven seven joy J O Y the number four A L L so joy for all. Um, so if you you are feeling like you need a little extra um, positivity in your life, go ahead and call that hotline, or you can listen to our podcast. One of <laughs> one of the two well, in addition to yeah, in addition to. <laughs>
1: Uh oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I know it's been so good to like hear all the stories. I feel like it's bringing us a little bit of ho- hope and, and there's
0: just so many, it's just a good reminder of like how many good people there are in the world. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times because there's so much negativity on the news and everything you read and all that. Um, it's really nice to just see all of those amazing people stepping up, you know, the medical workers, the police officers, the firefighters, the grocery store workers. I mean, I can't even imagine being a grocery store worker right now. Um, I'm thankful to be home right now and still working, but yeah, I just, all those people are amazing.
1: Yeah. And like, even seeing like teachers work so hard, you're a teacher and my professors learning all these new skills, like learning how to use zoom, learning to how to change their whole curriculum to be online. It's just, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people doing a lot of good, so it's a good reminder.
1: I know. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought that for our podcast this week we would talk about family and um, just kind of how to stay connected with your family and
0: kind of the story of our family. We thought and how that- difficult sometimes family can be. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> and um, you guys probably know that it's Katie and I doing this podcast. We so were going to talk a little bit about our relationship um, as sisters and kind of how that plays into all this.
0: Yeah. So the story of our family, if you don't already know is um, Jenny and I come from a pretty blended family. When I tell people, you know, they say, Oh, how many siblings do you have? I say, Oh, I have three sisters, but really it's a little more complicated. Like if you get down to the nitty gritty, Um, Jenny is my half sister. So um, I, we have the same mom, different dads. And then we also have a stepsister. I have a stepsister, Kristen, um, who came from my stepdad. And then I have a sister who came from my mom and my dad. So we're pretty, pretty blended. Um, we're all relatively close in age, except Jenny, who's the last one. She's about 10 years away from me and about eight to nine years away from the other girls. So it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. I'm the, I'm the only one from both our my mom and dad who are still married. Her, yeah.
0: And it, I think growing up and Jenny, and we didn't have Jenny for many years for at least 10 of my life um, before she was born. But I think we, um, we really got along when we were little um, the three of us before Jenny was born. I think when Jenny was born, it kind of brought us even closer together. Um, and then, you know, things got a little weird in the teenage years and into the adult life. But I think Jenny really, like when Jenny was born, kind of brought all of us together because we had a common a common something that we loved, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like that too. I feel even growing up, it was always super important to stay kind of equal in my love and spending time with all my sisters, even though Katie and I did t- kind of have this different relationship. I feel like the oldest and the youngest do have that a lot of the times. Um
0: I voluntarily shared a room with Katie growing up because I. Voluntarily, yeah. And so did I voluntarily. No, actually, yeah. I was told we're <laughs> sharing a room when we had a perfectly good extra room with a perfectly good extra bed in it that was needed yeah. to be used. But no, we had to yeah share a room. And we, I think that, I think that helped. I feel like it wasn't
1: too bad. We didn't ever fight or anything too.
0: No, I really feel like, I mean, and I'm sure you feel this way with Megan and Kristen, our other two sisters. Like, I don't really feel like anybody ever really fought with you. We fought with each other for sure. And we still fight to this day. I mean, good God forbid, but I feel like with you, nobody ever really got in like these huge, like all out arguments. I mean, you kind of got annoyed with us when you were little. There's just yeah. videos of you screaming at us. But I think other than that, you were kind of the, I don't know. You were like one yeah, that never really. Competition between, yeah. There
1: was a competition between me and you guys. Yeah, because you were so, so little. Yeah, we were on different paths in our lives at that point, obviously. And yeah. um, it was kind of
0: cool watching, being able to watch all you guys and learn from your mistakes. Uh, For sure. And there were many mistakes to be had. Yeah. And I think also like with, in terms of me being the oldest and having a blended family, I think it was really hard. I'm sure people with a blended family out there can also attest to like, it's, it is hard. It is hard to be in a blended family and to manage everything and to manage emotions and relationships. And when you've got multiple parents and, you know, all of that kind of mixed into it, you know, I didn't really get along with Megan and Kristen growing up. I think when we were younger, for sure, when we moved into those teenage years and only up until the last couple of years, have we all kind of become relatively closer than we were, you know, in the past couple of years. I don't know. Do you feel that way? Yeah. And I wonder, Katie, I don't know. I guess I've never really asked you.
1: Do you think that that's because you were the oldest and you felt like you had to kind of be the stronger one? Um, And so Kristen and Megan could kind of talk about how they were feeling upset, but- did you ever feel like you were the strongest?
0: You had to be kind of the parent almost? Yeah, I do feel like that. And I'm sure, again, like, I'm sure all the oldest siblings out there are, like, rolling their eyes. Like, yep, that's how I feel. You know, I, I've always felt like there was this an en- enormous pressure on me to, like be the best, to be perfect, to get good grades, to do the right thing, to be on time for curfew and all that kind of stuff. Not that we had like an actual curfew, but like, you know, to be home relatively, you know, not too late, not too early, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And I do feel like I was seen in our family, I was seen as almost like a third parent, which I mean, I mean, mom a, and dad and a bad did, thing. yeah,
1: mom and dad did work a lot. So you were kind of the babysitter, the, Person who got me ready for school, dropped me off at elementary school, and right,
0: which was really fun. But yeah, I think it's really hard a lot of times to be the oldest because you do feel like, you know, you have to be the one kind of guiding the way. And if you mess up, then everyone looks at you like, oh, well, Katie was allowed to do it, so I'm allowed to do it, or whatever you know, whatever the situation may be.
1: I guess that was kind of good for me being the youngest, because
0: yeah, I, <laughs> I guess like, so. Megan and Chris yeah. all got to do it, so. Therefore I am also doing. De- <laughs> uh. Yeah, but I do feel like you and Jen like you and I have been the closest. I mean, you were my not that I had a traditional wedding by any means. I literally got married in mom and dad's house and then had a big party, but um you were the one that I chose to stand next to me. I didn't choose anybody else in our family. Um yeah. and I- that's probably cuz I didn't have any bridesmaids, but you were I mean, my my maid of honor if you want to say maid of honor, but really, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like and you were well, you were in Kristen's wedding. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, I feel like I've been the one to be, out of all the sisters, each of you guys, Megan, our, one of our other sisters, is engaged right now. And I'm going to be in her wedding. I was in your wedding and I was in Kristen's wedding. And that's not true for all you guys mm-hmm. weren't yeah. in each other's wedding. Um, and I think that just goes back to me being the youngest and kind of being the glue for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think that the younger siblings can know the way that that feels of wanting to make all your siblings happy because you know that they might fight with each other, but you don't want to fight with any of them because you see how much damage that can do to relationships.
0: For sure, for sure. And it's done a lot of damage for in our family, a lot of damage, you know. We've all had a really hard time. I think because of a, we're a blended family we're so close in age. And I do feel like because you and I are so far apart in age, that really helps because we fight. There was really nothing to fight about. You know, when you were in elementary school and I was in high school or, you know, whatever, I couldn't come home and like fight with you about being late to school or, you know, like there was really nothing that you and I had to fight about. And I think that helps a lot when there is a larger age gap. I think when you're closer in age, there's a lot more things Um, that you laser focus on, you know, that you want to, like, fight with your siblings about.
1: Yeah, and I think it's easier to stay connected as the youngest because, especially with our, all of our age gaps, I could ask for advice because I knew you guys were so many years past going through the experiences I'm now going through. You guys are done with college, and you're out of college, so you can look back already and see, okay, I wish I would have done this. It's not like Mm -hmm. right out of college and I'm asking for advice. Um, So that's been really, I feel like that's really helpful um, for me being in my position. I was pretty fortunate.
0: Um, Yeah. And I would say like any advice I have for big sisters out there, I always think like, you know, I'm like the guiding light. I'm the perfect one, you know? Um, But I do think, and I know Jenny's probably laughing at me right now, Mm -hmm. but um, I do think, you know, advice I have for anybody out there that is a, a big sister or a big brother or anybody, you know, an adopted brother or whatever, you're the person that's, you know, the highest in the family. It's just like, it's okay to make mistakes. And I think that I, if I wish I would go back, I wish I could go back and tell myself it's okay to make mistakes and not every day is going to be perfect and not everything you do is going to be perfect. So, yeah. And what I would think you do the younger, yeah, youngers. Yeah, the
1: younger siblings, I definitely, um, I tell them to hold on even though it's it sometimes feels exhausting to be the one always having to make sure that everybody's not fighting and you want everybody to love each other. And you so badly want that, that you just keep going and keep trying harder and harder to make sure everybody stays connected. I really feel like at the end of the day, um, as hard as the youngest siblings work to make sure that that happens, that it will all pay off. and. Um, that you will stay connected. Uh, I definitely think, I don't know, Katie, you can say that it, no, if you don't think so, but I can confidently say that Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays will probably be held at my house because it will be the like common ground for the common everyone. The hub, yeah, the hub yeah, of the family. Hub, yeah. The like safe zone. Um, just cause I do have that connection. It's just such a different connection. I feel like with each of my sisters, um, I don't know, Katie, how do you feel like you stay connected to the family?
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot harder, especially when you get older. I think you really have to make an effort to stay connected with your family Um, because you have so we have so much going on. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it a lot, um, but like, you know, between work and coming home and exercising and making dinner and, you know, on the weekends, you've got to do this and you've got to run here and um, it's a lot easier to just say like oh I'm not gonna go and see my parents or I'm not gonna call Jenny or I'm not gonna call my grandma you know because it's just it's too much right now I can't you know get involved I can't um I went over yesterday and saw uh, my grandma and we stayed six feet apart I promise I made her stay as far as you know I think maybe 12 feet between us but um you know even during this quarantine time like she was, she was like wanting to talk to me so bad. I was like, I'm just going to sit down. Like, we're fine. You know, like if we stay this far apart, we're going to be fine. And we ended up just chatting for two hours. And she told me some like amazing stories that I'm probably going to remember. Um, remi- remind me to tell you the story about the bananas, because that's going to be a killer for you. Honestly, I'm ready for it. Um, um, so, yeah, I think just making an effort to stay connected. Um, I know Kristen, our stepsister, calls me um like three times a day. Really good about staying connected, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think during this quarantine, um, people are realizing in our family, and I'm sure in every other family, that oh, we have this time and it's important to stay connected, and now they're realizing that. And I think that for me, it's always been something that's been on my radar. Like, I'm I call our grandparents a lot, like, I call, I do, and Even with quarantine, it's been even more of a push to do that. And staying connected is so important that I think that during this time, since we are like a standstill, we are remembering now. But I think that connection is so important to always have. And I hope, I don't know, Katie, we've been doing these exercise classes with our grandma and our cousins and our other sisters. And it's been so fun. Katie, like it's been such a good For time. Sure. and we. I was really- going to say, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. We do these Jackbox TV games after with our cousins and I'm like, why are we just doing this during quarantine? Like we're, I'm exactly. Idaho. We're- in We're there and everybody else is in California. I'm like, why I'm far away. Why don't we always do this to stay connected? We live, everybody lives kind of far apart. And I hope that it continues after quarantine.
0: Yeah. I think the one good thing about quarantine, um, well, there's a lot of good things, but I think one of them being that people are realizing how important your family is and how important that connection is like seeing them or talking to them or interacting with them. Um, I know like in the first couple of weeks, in the first couple of weeks, I was really missing, you know, like, cause we go over to Santa Cruz pretty often. Um, and I was really missing just going over there and like seeing everybody. And I don't think you realize until you're in a situation like this where you're kind of forced to stay home, how important making those connections is. And we, yeah, like Jenny said, we've been doing, you know, um, video exercises with our grandma two days a week. And then we've been also playing the Jackbox TV um, games, which are really fun and super awesome. And they, they don't take too much time. They're quick games and they're fun and everybody can do it. It's easy. Yeah. So it's been really nice. I think so. Just love your families. That's the big message of today. (laughs) Even though they're crazy and they're annoying and they drive you nuts, just love them. Yeah,
1: because that connection is really all that matters in the end. In the end,
0: right? At the end of the day, who are you talking to the most during quarantine? Probably most likely your family family. or people you consider to kind of be. Yeah, exactly. You're like in a circle. Um, Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, yeah. okay, do you have any like life updates or just things you're into right now? I'm sure everybody needs some new suggestions on what to be doing during this quarantine. People yes. are
0: out of their minds like I am. Yeah, Jenny and I thought it would be great to add sort of like a what are we into right now, um, just to kind of inspire you or if you were thinking about something. Um, so, I have a few things that I'm currently into. Um, I just read a fantastic book, and I think that if anybody out there struggles with anxiety or depression or anything like that, and even if you don't, um, Jen Gotch is the. Um, founder of a company called Bando. It's a pretty like famous company. If you search it online, they have like accessories and apparel and all that kind of stuff. Um, but she has always struggled with anxiety and depression and all that. And so I just read her book. It's called the upside to being down. It's her first book she's ever read. Um, and you can also follow her on Instagram at Jen got, she's so funny. She's amazing. And her book, like, I don't want to say change my life. Cause that sounds cliche, but just the ability to, um, to advocate for yourself as someone who struggles with mental illness. And I struggle with anxiety. So um, just to be able to hear someone else's experience with it. Um, And she is now a founder of a successful, extremely successful multimillion dollar company. So um, the other book I'm reading right now, and I'm kind of like in the middle of going through different sections of it. um, I really have been interested in moving towards like a no waste life, which means like you try and limit your amount of waste. So. And that means in all aspects of your life. So um, this book is called Moving Towards or Zero Waste Home by B. Johnson. Um, she's really great. I follow her on Instagram, too, and she's amazing. Um, at the end of the year, each year, her family gathers all their trash and they can fit it into like one mason jar, the trash for the whole year. So it's pretty amazing um, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That would probably be mine for like an hour. <laughs>
0: yeah honestly well if you think about and it just makes you think about like when you throw things away and um, how much trash you're taking I mean we take the trash out every couple of days it's just ridiculous how much waste we have so and we, we move towards we got you those
1: Christmas for Christmas we got you some stuff that no way yeah.
0: yeah there's an awesome store in Capitola um, and they sell all kinds of stuff so we move towards um, shampoo and conditioner bars so we don't buy bottles of shampoo and conditioner anymore um, and then we also buy bars of soap um, instead of bottles of soap. And then we also, yeah, for Christmas, I got a spray bottle full of like antibacterial. It's almost like a, like an antibacterial spray, like um, Windex or anything like that, but it's reusable. So it's a glass bottle and then you buy these little um, pellet things and you add the pellet and then you just add water and you can use the bottle over and over again. And the pellets come in, obviously, um, in a, of little bag you can recycle. So it's been pretty amazing. I tried the, um, toothpaste tabs, not the greatest. I got to figure out another solution for that because that was pretty tricky. Um, and my husband Mason did not like them either. So, um, what else am I into? So I've been doing a lot of cooking, obviously I'm sure like many of you, um, this today for, um, for lunch, I made quinoa so red quinoa. And then I did some sliced vegetables and roasted them, um, like with some olive oil. And then I made this like delicious, like, um, it was almost like a salad dressing, but it was more like, just like I poured it over the quinoa and vegetables and it was just like very light and refreshing. And it it was incredible. And I had a little sparkling soda to go with it. It was awesome. Um, yeah, sweet potato tacos. Like we've been trying all kinds of things. Um, We've also been eating a lot of frozen stuff. So my husband loves frozen pizza. He watches this guy on YouTube who like rates frozen pizza. So he's all into that. He's got to try all of those. So that's been really fun for us. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other thing Jenny and I are into right now is Peloton does a 90 day um, Peloton bikes. They do a 90 day trial where you can like try out the workouts. And I, I thought it was just for people with the bikes or the treadmills or whatever, but, um, they're super fun workouts, Jen. Right? Yeah, they're so fun. Like
1: we do the just body weight ones because I don't have yeah. any equipment or anything yeah. like that. The cardio. Yeah, and we've been doing them on Zoom. So Katie and I will call each other on Zoom, and I'll share my computer screen and go up onto the Peloton um, app website, and we're picking classes. And I know Katie likes to do the dance ones. I'm more into the the hit classes, but yeah. yeah. Change they've eyes. been
0: really fun and they make you sweat a ton which yeah. is ridiculous and it's so important to like keep your body moving especially during these crazy times I know. I know. and last thing i'm into i don't know if you guys have hulu but there is a show it's based on a book that i read um i read this book last year but it's little fires everywhere um the the series is interesting i think it's been great only because i'd like to see the difference between the book and the um and the show. Um, I think it's an interesting show. Do I think it's the greatest show on the planet? No, but it's been nice for me to kind of see that difference between the book, um, and the show. If I had to recommend, I probably would say read the book instead. Cause it was much better, but, um, it's been a good show and it's got like, um, Kerry Washington and, um, Reese Witherspoon. So, you know, two ladies that I love. So, um, but that's what I'm into, Jen. What are you into?
1: Yeah, I did this free trial for the Creative Cloud. Um, I wanted to get more into Photoshop and wanted to start teaching myself how to do video editing, uh, just as like a hobby. I've always been into photography in high school, and I was like, mm, I'm on quarantine. Might as well get back into it and see what I can learn. So I've been really into that recently. It's been super fun and kind of been working on a little bit of stuff for our podcast coming out. So doing that. um, I'm currently rereading Love Does by Bob Goff, which if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. I've reread it probably four or five times. Um, I'm very much not a reader. So (laughs) books that keep me interested are definitely books I will keep rereading. Uh, This one's really cool. Bob Goff does little stories about his life. um, And they just are good reminders on how to be joyful in everything you do and how important connection is. Um, One of his, like, main ideas of this book is just this idea that we're not defined by our success or the jobs that we have, but we're more defined by the love that we give other people. And during this time, it's been such a good reminder To be like, this is bigger than just loving our family and loving those that are easy to love, but loving those that are a little bit harder to reach. Um, So whether that be reaching out to people in your community to find out if they need help going to get their groceries or if they need somebody to go over to their house and make sure things are okay, Um, and just checking in on those elderly people is so important. There's a really great little story Bob Goff does in um, his book. Uh, He just kind of befriends this elderly person across the street, and it's really good. I also love the show Chicago Fire, so I'm keeping up on that series, and it's just, it's been nice because I used to go to Young Life on Wednesday nights and couldn't watch the show when it came out on Wednesday, so now I can, I'm able to do that. And then I yeah, think
0: you well, called yourself the Chicago Fire girl. I think yeah, that's what I'm it was.
1: Like, I'm, right. I'm a Chicago Fire girl. That's what I told Katie. I was like, Katie, I'm, I love. I feel like I'm in the show. Like I feel like I'm one of the characters. I got to watching was, it. It's so good. Um, yeah. And then we've been really into the Peloton workouts. I do like two or three a day now, because I'm in the morning and at night. I did this hip hop walk. One last night with mom, Katie. It was oh, so interesting. Funny. It was it was so funny. They taught you lots of um, how to be very confident in yourself when walking Love past that. people. <laughs> Love so, that. Um, also, been really into TikTok. I'm ashamed to admit, but
0: yeah, yeah I will not understand that ever. TikTok, <laughs> it's, not into that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of at that like, weird age where I shouldn't probably be into TikTok, but I kind of am still young enough to be into it. And um, I've just been really into family time. I've kind of been forced into it a little bit, having to be back home um, from not living with mom and dad for a few years now. Um, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> been, just trying to navigate that is something in itself. Oh, it's definitely a challenge. But um, it's been nice because now I'm closer to all of you guys, all my sisters. Um, they're all within within two hours away from me, so kind of being able to connect with them. Haven't really seen them since your wedding. I think, Katie.
0: Yeah, um, it's been nice to have you home. Yeah, it's been really good, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. Do you have anything else to add on anything you've been kind of into?
0: No, I think that's it. I got to keep some stuff for next week. You know, oh, yeah. some nice secret. I know. Well, guys, this is our show, episode one down
1: and many more to come. We just want to thank you guys all for taking the time to kind of hang out with us and get to know us a little bit more. And as we like uncover this story of who our family is, it's going to be an exciting journey for Katie and I and for you guys to follow along with us. Um, We just kind of hope that you're all staying safe and healthy, healthy and just hope you can come back with us. We'll have another show out next Monday at six, and we're gonna jump into this idea of friendship and kind of share our stories on where we're at and kind of the difficulties of making friends at Katie's age compared to
0: my age. And I've got a lot of stories, so a be lot ready. Of oh, yeah. <laughs> So if you liked us, make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at MissingTheMiddle to follow our journey. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Bye everyone.
1: Bye.